Hi, and welcome to the Indie Music Podcast, the podcast for independent musicians and other audio professionals. We're your hosts. I'm Matt Denton, also known as Mojo of Ragged Birds Music. I'm a Bay Area mix engineer and recording artist. And Douglas Reynolds of Resonance Mastering, a mastering engineer in Bloomington, Illinois. Welcome to Indie Music Podcast, episode 231. Tonight, Matt and Doug get together with Allison Reynolds, independent songwriter, recording, and performing artist. We talk about Allison's approach to writing and recording, how she works in her studio, her gear, and we get a chance to listen to one of her recordings. Enjoy the show. Hey, testing. Hey. Sorry for the delay. Delay, 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 delay. Yeah. Let's see, Allison, there she's coming up. Oh, my God. <laughs> Allison! Hey, Allison. I couldn't find the link. I couldn't find, oh my goodness. Oh. Anyway, hi, guys. Hi. Hey. No, we started late. Yeah, my, I was my having fault. some technical difficulties. Oh, it took forever well, to restart my computer. So well, it, decided to, it decided to add a, <laughs> add a uh, um, security update while I was doing it. I didn't, oh. want, it, I didn't want that to happen, but my machine did well well they they always tell you to enter the the pass code or something and i couldn't find it and i was like ah oh <laughs> anyway anyway computers damn <laughs> damn anyway <laughs> hi guys hi sorry we don't have our video on because we we um we we try to keep the latency low for recording purposes yeah okay. but um Happy well, to see I have you. my video on, but I did not dress for the occasion. <laughs> <laughs> good to see you. I do on, though. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> Let's keep it a family show here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Okay. So cool. Yeah, we're so pleased to have yeah. you on. So uh, Matt and I were kind of like punching each other in the forehead going, oh, why haven't we had Allison on the show yet? So. Anyway, we're totally. really happy that here we are. <laughs> well, I'm 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 thrilled that you invited me. I really am. Um, it's it's been a crazy couple of years. <laughs> oh yeah, no, <laughs> that's an understatement. I think. Yeah, yeah. So so yeah, I'm I'm pleased to be here. Thank you. Yeah, yeah and was, the, the timing is great because I know you have new stuff coming. But I'll let uh, Doug do one of his is famous and very eloquent introductions like oh, he does. Yeah. So we have Allison Reynolds with us, and we're really happy about that. And Allison is a musician out of the Southwest and an independent musician and performing artist and recording artist as well. And we would love to hear about uh, what Allison is up to and talk about her studio stuff and She's got some really cool instruments like electric cellos and stuff like that. That's really interesting. And anyway, there's a whole bunch of stuff that uh, we'd like to hear about, Allison. Well, cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, why don't you start by yeah. telling us how you uh, how you um, how you got wedded to the cello? How did that come about? Oh my God! Well, that came about in my elementary years. Um, my sisters, two older sisters, played violin and viola. And I came to the age of joining orchestra in school. And they said, oh, you need to play cello. <laughs> and I'm like, 
what the hell is that? <laughs> what is that? And uh, so I did. And they brought me this huge instrument. I'm looking at it going, oh, geez. Um, <laughs> being a small person. And um, but I I went for it and stuck with it. My sisters both quit playing their instruments, but um, I kept playing. So, you know, I, I, I don't know. Um, we were wedded at the start. <laughs> <laughs> Joke, jokes on them. You're doing very well with it. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Well, I'm not, I'm not uh, a really great cellist, but I am a very innovative cellist. Um, oh, that's I like interesting. To do different things with it, um, different different genres, different effects, different things. You know, just just do something, take it out of the normal Mozart and Beethoven, um, uh, you know, aspects and bring it to life. That's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> and you're you're really a multi-instrumentalist, right? So you've you've got I know you play guitar as well. Yeah, I I rhythm guitar mostly, uh electric and acoustic. And I've added um ukulele to my uh instruments and I play a recorders and flute and you know various uh, various different things <laughs> whatever i can get my hands on i will learn to play i didn't actually know that but you didn't even mention that you sing you sing very well oh well, thank you thank you i appreciate that um i love to sing <laughs> I love to sing. <laughs> did you start that around the same time, uh, elementary school, or did that just happen along the way? Well, singing. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I in elementary school, uh, apart from starting cello, I also took some baritone ukulele lessons. I, I can't remember how that started, but I did. And I ended up writing my very first song on baritone ukulele in elementary school. And I played it and sang it for the PTA program, which really dates me. <laughs> <laughs> they still have PTA. My wife's been the president of the PTA. <laughs> really, there are still PTA. Oh, yes. Oh, very much so. Well, anyway, I played my very first song for the PTA program. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. Now, and so, speaking of uh, of performing, so you do that fairly regularly. Um, I know that um, um, the pandemic kind of put a halt to that for a while, but are you back to playing live now? Um moderately yeah moderately i i am picking and choosing where i play these days um the pandemic is not over i am not i i'm feeling much more secure about going out and about and playing um but i am 
I'm also older and, you know, slugging all my gear. Sure. All the time yeah. Is getting more and more cumbersome, I should say. Um, so I'm picking and choosing uh, live gigs and not doing quite as many as I was doing before, like in 2019. I yeah. did quite a few. Um, so it 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 hurts a little bit financially, but I'm finding that that when I do play, more people tend to show up. <laughs> That's interesting. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, because I'm not playing every weekend. <laughs> the and scarcity just, effect. Yeah. Well, you know, you, you, it's. It's like you play every weekend and everybody's going, oh, well, this is happening. This is happening. And uh, I don't know. So I end up playing for five people. Right. If I play once or twice a month, uh, I find that more people end up showing up at my gigs. So I'm thinking that's a good strategy. (laughs) I hope so. Now, do you play as an independent artist, or do you put together a little band, or how does how do you normally do that? No, I'm I'm an independent artist. I use um, the, my loop pedal, the Boss RC three hundred loop pedal, oh, yeah. to add cello lines, guitar lines, harmony lines, everything I need in there that has drums in there right um so i'm pretty much a one woman band (laughs) very cool and you have a cool little mixer that you use as well i've seen a couple pictures of it yeah it's it's pretty cool i've been having difficulties with it since i added my electric guitar and my ukulele (laughs) to the mix so I'm, i'm kind of working out some sound issues (laughs) issues <laughs> but i'll work it out now in the back in the studio so you you do a lot of your own recording and i know that you work with some other fantastic musicians and you've done some uh some work with uh with others and i think that's been remote but i'm not sure did you actually do you actually get together in a studio when you're playing with others or are you sharing files and doing it remotely or how do you how do you Put your albums together well this latest one has um songs that i started in 2019 and a couple of them are with local musicians who actually came over to my place and recorded their lines here um but that of course stopped in 2020 um, so I did, I went to, <laughs> I hate to admit it, Easy Drummer, um, to no get shame there. Drum. <laughs> what? No shame in that. A lot of us use yeah, that. Well, well, <laughs> well, I, I, I love using people when I can, but anyway, um, then I discovered remote recording, you know, Tony Peters, Right. Yeah. Um, added some drums to a cover song mashup that I got going on this next album. And 
since then I have I have I have remote recorded cello lines for other people um as far away as Germany. And it's just it it still blows my mind that we can do this, you know, across the globe. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's amazing. But in 2020, I kind of had to do everything on my own um, before I discovered other musicians who were willing to add a few things to my work. So, um, yeah, it, it, 2020, man, that changed <laughs> everything. everything. Yeah. 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 I'm glad it's gone. <laughs> well, it's, it's not gone. But well, the year is gone. Um, some things yeah, have changed for the better. I, I feel like, you know, there's a there's been a kind of an explosion in technology and a kind of a, a new way of working, like you said, um, that people were forced into. And I think that those are, you know, going to be here to stay at least as options, if not as, you know, primary sources of, of collaboration. But there, yeah, there's been some things that we're going to take forward that are not all bad, but um, on the subject of your album, I, I had a, I, I was lucky enough to hear pretty much the whole thing, I think, and uh, it's great. Why don't you tell us about some of the inspiration behind your your songs on your upcoming album? Oh gosh, <laughs> um, I think most of it is about just life in general. You know, feeling the ups and downs and the ebbs and flows of everyday life. Um, Matt, you gave me so many great suggestions about naming this album, which I still haven't decided <laughs> on. Um, but um, I, it, it's all about, I think it's all songs that people can relate to as far as um, everyday, ah, man, questions, answers, uh, Maybe not answers, but <laughs> um, just everyday living. Yeah. Um, the ups and downs, the ins and outs. I don't know. It's head above water. Um, I wrote an email to my list and titled it Head Above Water, keeping my head above water. Mm-hmm. And somebody answered the email and said, you need to write a song about that. And I went, oh, shoot. <laughs> I do, I do. So I sat down and wrote a song about that. And Perfectly Imperfect was inspired by somebody on Twitter saying, saying I'm perfectly imperfect. And I said, whoa, that sounds like a song. And he said, said, well, write it. And I went, okay. I feel like I remember yeah. that happening. So was, yeah. was that one of the chats? Um, oh gosh. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was. I have met so many people on the DIY music chats. Oh my gosh. Uh, it's been wonderful. Um, yeah, I think that was on one of the chats. So I t- I take these challenges and I go, okay, I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> so when you have something like that, uh, perfectly imperfect, that comes to you, and that's just really raw. And at that point, how, what's your process? Where do you take that? Do you start thinking about lyrics with that first, and you know, or writing 
you know, some poetry around that? Or are you starting to think of melody, you know, in those terms at that point? Um, actually, I think I Googled. <laughs> yeah. Believe it or not, I, I Googled being imperfect. And I looked at all the things on being imperfect and went, oh, flaws. Oh, you know. I got all kinds of ideas on just Googling that, that I just sat down and went, Ooh, I am flawed. I'm perfectly imperfect. (laughs) So it just kind of. So really it was developing the lyrics, you know, to begin with and coming up with, uh, coming up with that lyrical composition that you then put music to. Um, Yeah, I think. Oh, man, my songs come from different directions all the time. Yeah, that's uh, cool. You know, a lot of them, a lot of them, I walk Hobbs, my dog, that I dearly love. And as we walk, I start thinking about things like Closer to Home was written while I was or or the idea was was born while I was walking him. And decisions, decisions. The idea was born while I was walking him. <laughs> so you know, and then I then I get home and I just start, I don't know, fiddling with my guitar, working with the idea, and just kind of it it blooms from there. You know, it it it's funny because it either blooms or it doesn't. When it when it falls flat, I go, okay. That's an idea for another time. But but when it just starts blooming, I just keep writing, nice. <laughs> keep going, keep keep working on it until the final idea comes yeah, to I, yeah, fruition. But anyway, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's not unusual to have ideas come to you when you're like not paying attention, like you know, the shower or walking your dog or whatever. So do you do you have your phone with you and you like record ideas when you're out or do, do you just remember them? And then when you get back, you noodle around. Yeah, I just remember them. A lot of times I forget my phone when I'm walking Hobbs. <laughs> <laughs> so I just kind of repeat it over and over in my mind and hope he doesn't see a rabbit and start <laughs> running off. Because <laughs> then I'm screwed. You know, I'm like, oh, God, what was that? <laughs> no, too funny. no, I, I. You know, technology, I I grasped it, grasped it to my best ability, but sometimes it leaves me behind and I forget that I can turn my phone on and, you know, basically write down the thoughts that I yeah. have. Um, so I still rely on my mind for however long that's worth. <laughs> uh, you mentioned yeah. You mentioned decision decisions, and that's um, one of the that's the song that we're going to play some of tonight. And uh, you want to tell us a little bit more about decisions? So Hobbs helped you write decisions decisions. <laughs> oh, he did. He did. Does he get a co-write? He gets a co-write. The byline. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he he gets some of the royalties. Sure. <laughs> you know, I will feed him for that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah, you know, amazing things happen when I walk him because he, he just, 
he's so easy and I get lost in thought and um, decisions, decisions. I kept thinking, well, maybe I should, oh, maybe I shouldn't. Oh, maybe I will, maybe I won't. Those, those were the two first lines that came into my mind during the walk. And I kept thinking of those until we got home. And it's like, Hobbs, come on, let's get home. <laughs> let's get home. I can write this. <laughs> so, yeah, it, you know, inspiration happens and you got to be ready for it, I think. Well, why don't we play a little bit of that? I think we can get a couple minutes of decisions, decisions. <laughs> and I'm suck at decisions. <laughs> <laughs> It's so hard to make up my mind Decisions, decisions There's so much to ponder Decisions, decisions How my mind wanders It's amazing to me I get anything done Making decisions I sit at my desk Thinking of tasks I should do next Time marches on To the tap of my pencil My undecided mind becomes Too much to handle Decisions, decisions There's so much to ponder Decisions, decisions How my mind wanders It's amazing to me I get anything done with indecisions There's a time and a place to let everything go Put your mind on vacation and go with the flow. That sounds great. So what's the name <laughs> of your album? It's coming up, right? Oh, He's still deciding. <laughs> I'm still deciding. Decisions, decisions. Decisions, oh. decisions. That's not a bad one. I, I still vote for imperfectly, perfectly imperfect. Uh, well, I, I'm leaning towards that. And after your, your suggestions, Matt, which I totally appreciate. Um, I've been thinking about things like um, piloting waves, which is like the waves of life. Oh, <laughs> you know, yeah, just yeah. a big question mark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How about it? Um, <laughs> but perfectly imperfect. Um, I am. That's another one of my favorite songs on the album, personally. Because yeah, um, that's me to a T. I am perfectly imperfect so is my recording so is my 
life. <laughs> and <laughs> all of us are like that. All of us are like that. Yeah, totally. Yeah, but anyway. <laughs> oh, I'm still mixing. Oh, my God. <laughs> so what I hear when I listen to your stuff um, is uh, it's, it feels modern, but it feels also like a throwback to like, you know, the summer of love kind of era, like, uh, you know, um, Big Brother and the Holding Company, Janis Joplin, Joan Baez. There's a, I feel like there's a lot of that late 60s kind of folk rock yeah, singer songwriter. Yeah, but uh, what what's your uh, what's your thought on that? Yeah, I'm I'm pretty old school. Um, Are a lot of your influences not, from that from oh, those styles of music God. in that era? Oh, definitely. Oh my gosh, Joni Mitchell. Oh, mm-hmm. she was a huge influence on me. I lived in Canada for twelve years, and and. Um, lived there during my high school years and Joni Mitchell, Gordon Lightfoot, uh, there were huge influences, um, but also the Beatles, um, mm-hmm. because when I entered high school, of course, was the year that the Beatles broke up, uh, but I was totally in love with them. And, you know, I grew up in that era of mamas and the papas, mm-hmm. uh, I like I like the simplicity of the music. Um not not necessarily chord wise but production. It wasn't like this this tremendously what what I think is overproduced music these days with a lot of sound and a lot of clapping and a lot of a lot of stuff going on but but the music itself was basically very simple but but very very poignant very oh i don't know how to i think melody was the center point of the songs in those years and i think i think a lot of music has has gone away from melody and has had more focus in rhythm and and other elements of music in that but i think that's a difference and just from what I think my perspective is that um, melody was the main point of the music being written in the, in, you know, in the sixties and seventies and in rock and folk music and stuff like that. Definitely. Definitely. I think that melody really drove the music and that's what I try to do. Um, my music is not really chord wise. It's not really intricate, It, but it's, it's simple. It's something that everybody can relate to. You know, I, I spent a lot of years playing in um, symphonies, uh, symphony orchestras. And and I know a lot about, you know, music theory and stuff like that. And it's very complicated and classical music is wonderful. I love classical music, but it is so complicated (laughs) that the average person can't quite grasp it. You know, they, they don't feel like they can, they can really soak into it because it is so complex. Mm -hmm. So I, I like, I like the simplicity of, you know, music that, that relates to the common soul that relates to all of us 
here down on earth <laughs> rather than <laughs> up in the clouds in the classics. Yeah, you and know, some I, music uh, you can just play and, um, and and listen and get it, you know, and feel it. And other music takes a level of practice true. in listening to it before you kind of get a, a, an understanding, you know, and kind of connect with it where you actually have to put some effort and work into that, you know, and classical being those examples that you're talking about being, I think one of those and, you know, probably in, in jazz and, and maybe some, some blues and stuff like that. Definitely, um, you know, stuff out of the uh, jazz out of the the forties and fifties and bebop when it came out and, and uh, that whole uh, movement and the, um, um, uh, the modal phase of jazz with Miles Davis and things like that, you know, I mean, that stuff takes some, some work in. Yeah. You need a refined palette. Yeah. You need to work towards that. <laughs> yeah. Where the folk music, it was, it was just music written simply to, to share the feeling, to share the melody, you know, and the, to have the message or whatever that is in the lyrics, you know, and, uh, and it didn't take that level of effort and, and focus and practice and listening, if you know what I mean. And that's, I'm not, that's not oh, to yeah. downplay it at all. It's actually, I'm upplaying it and how important that type of music is just to be able to reach everybody. Well, yeah, definitely. I, th I think that was the main goal then, you know, especially like the Beatles, you know, they're, they're, they're a big influence for me. And I think especially in their older songs, um, they strove to try and relate to everybody. Yeah. You know, you can listen to a Beatles song and go, oh, damn, I felt like that. Or, oh, <laughs> damn, I know that. I know that. And and I think that's what I I try to do um, with my music is just just like write music that people can relate to. Yeah, you know, like decisions, decisions. Oh my God, <laughs> how many people have not walked around going, "Oh man, I can't make this. <laughs> you know, I can't decide," or or perfectly imperfect. I am I am flawed. I am imperfect. I am. We're all that way. And that's, I think that's what I try to do with my music is just relate to people and let everybody know that, hey, you're not alone. <laughs> I'm <like> yeah. too. <laughs> you know, when I was listening to your songs, I kind of got the same feeling that I've gotten when, you know, you sit down in a bar with a stranger and you just have something in common, you know, just talking about the weather or whatever and you, it's just that kind of a feeling of just a shared experience you know uh, well thank you i'm i'm glad you felt that way because <laughs> that's that's really my goal that's that's what i want to do is you know i just want to express everybody's thoughts in ways that maybe um they weren't aware of before like yeah. um a million wishes um somebody mentioned to me about taking an old idea and putting it into a different way into a different thought process um 
towards writing a song. And I kept thinking about, um, oh, damn, the the horses. Um, yeah, if wishes were horses, beggars would ride. Mm-hmm. That's what I kept thinking about. But then I thought, no, I got to put this in a different way. Right. So, so that's what I did with uh, a million wishes was put the same idea into a different a different thought pattern, um, basically. <laughs> uh, oh, that was almost like a, another writing challenge, then, huh? Yeah, a little bit. Another what? A writing I, challenge. Oh yeah, yeah. I I uh, like writing challenges. I search for them all the time on Google, you know, what to write about, what to, you know, what are your thoughts on? uh, (laughs) (laughs) And I come up with ideas that way. On occasion, I've joined a five-day songwriting challenge um, that you write a song every day for five days. Oh, wow. Um, A couple of them have turned out but you know several have not <laughs> you know that that that's difficult and it's based on um images or prompts you know she'll she'll post uh 10 words that you need to use in your song so you pick out 10 words or you look at the list of words and then you try to fit them into a song it's nice i mean that sounds like fun yeah it is it is it is but it you know it's a matter of having five days in a row that you oh sure yeah (laughs) and i know you matt you you've done the the uh february oh yeah february album writing month I have, I've been marginally successful with that. Uh, It's good to have an excuse to kind of focus on that for a little while. Otherwise you just put it off, you know? So I I think I could handle the five days better than I could handle the month long thing, but I do like those challenges and it's okay when they don't come to fruition. They don't blossom as you say, but they're still good practice. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. If you get one song out of it, that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. If 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 you don't get any songs out of it, <laughs> you know it's it's still good because you're sitting there and you're writing, true, and you're working yeah. on something. Um, which you know, like decisions, decisions, man. I I've been walking around my house many times, going, oh, what should I do? Oh, what should I do? I should sit down and write no i don't feel like it (laughs) no i don't feel like it so it's you know that's the way so when you're challenged and you have to do it right that's another thing there's no decision there's just go do it (laughs) yeah that's important i like that yeah yeah it's kind of fun but anyway so how long until we how long until everybody gets to hear your album Oh, God. Ugh. Well, <laughs> decisions, decisions. I got to I gotta decide on a name, and I got to finish these mixes. And then, Doug, I need to get it mastered. I'm going to talk to you about that. <laughs> oh, I look forward to hearing it. Okay. Well, 
Well, I need, I, uh, you know, I have, I have come a long way in home recording. Uh, thanks to 2020, I did a lot of studying and a lot of work on it. And I think I've, I've got some pretty good mixes and pretty good uh, recordings going, but mastering is something I have not been able to uh, master work out. Yeah, <laughs> I have not mastered mastering. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, another, it's another discipline. Yep. Yes. Yes, it is. And it's a big one. It's a big one. Um, bigger than um, just, you know, recording and mixing and doing all that stuff. It's, it's big. It means it's the difference between your music being heard well and your music not being heard that well. And I'd like it to be heard. So there you go. I love that. I'm going to use that. <laughs> <laughs> well, do. Please do. And I will be in touch. Because um, oh, that's fantastic. my next step. <laughs> well, we've got about a minute left. Okay. So I wanted to make sure that we share where people can find you and where to look for your music when it comes out. So I know you're on YouTube. Uh, YouTube, yes. I I have a website, allisonreynoldsmusic.com. Um, I'm on SoundCloud. Uh, oh, gosh. Twitter. You're on Twitter. Twitter. I am on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> we love having you on Twitter. Aren't we connected I on Instagram? Twitter. I think we're connected on Instagram. Well, yeah, Instagram. I kind of dropped the ball on Instagram. I don't know. That's okay. I, I lost my love affair with Instagram and I am on Facebook. Um, I, <laughs> I post in my music page, but I don't post much anywhere else yeah. on Facebook. But it's been such a pleasure <laughs> having you, Allison. We don't want to get cut off. Yeah. But thank you so much. Great. It's been great having well, you. And listeners, you. thanks for joining us tonight. Yes. Yeah. And have thank a great week. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. Well, that wraps up another episode of the Indie Music Podcast. Please like and subscribe, share with your friends, or just leave us a review on iTunes if you like what you've heard. Find our social links and episode guide at IndieMusicCast.com. Until next time, keep creating.